Hey, JP, how you doing, man? Isaiah, my man, how are you doing? Good, how are you? Can you hear me all right? Yeah, I can hear you perfectly fine. Perfect, perfect. Thanks for having me on, man. I, Thank I'm you, honored, sir. and uh, I'm excited to get caught up with you, man. It's been too long. Yeah, it's definitely been a while, but how, how have you been? How's, how's, you know, how's football? How's all the crazy stuff going on? It's great, man. Uh, we just got uh, back to starting workouts last week. Uh, we had a week or so off after uh, spring ball, and now um, we're back into workouts and conditioning and uh, summer workouts and summer classes. So it's, it's really the best time of the year because now we're just leading up to camp, and, you know, the weather's better in the summer. Everybody's having fun, and, uh, you know, football's right around the corner. Yeah, I feel you. I'm definitely, I'm definitely excited because, you know, I'm excited. I'm definitely going to try to get down to one of those games. They gave you guys a pretty nice schedule. I'm not going to lie. I threw some people in there. Definitely, at, you know, it's going to be nice having more games. I'm definitely – only thing about it, pick games. I love the after, late afternoon or the night games better than the 12 o'clock ones. You know what I mean? I, I agree like, with you. 100%. I feel like sometimes the twelve o'clock ones, it's just like, and like sometimes you guys have had matchups. I'm like, why? Like, why? Why? This will be like the perfect like three thirty or like a seven thirty or seven o'clock on like a Saturday night type matchup. Like, there's been some matchups I've been like, really like, you guys can't just give them a little bit of love, you know, give them like a better time to play this game at. Yeah, yeah, I agree too. The night games are my favorite. They remind me of. Friday night lights, but um, but I like the the late afternoon games too. Yeah, the, the twelve o'clock games, they're they're too early for my for my liking too, because like we got to get up a lot earlier. Um, because we stay at the hotel, obviously. Um, yeah. For the game, why do you, so, why, that's the one question I've always wanted to ask. Why did they do that? Is that kind of just like to put you, get you guys in all in one area, or is that trying to like, or is that just trying to get you guys like away from like the outside environment? <laughs> I think I think both. Um. I mean, we we have meetings, like so. We'll get to the hotel like like Friday afternoon, and then we'll have you know meetings, film, uh, team dinner, um, more meetings, and then snack. And you know, we're all in bed early. Uh, we're all together, and then we wake up, and then we got team breakfast, and then meetings, and so depending on what time the game is. It depends on what time we'll, we'll leave the hotel. Um, yeah. But, but yeah, so we're all in one place. We all have meetings. Uh, you know, they have a bunch of rooms and ballrooms running out so we could go through walkthroughs and yeah, you know, film and stuff like that and, and eat together. So, I mean, and, you know, it's, it's impossible for guys to, you know, go out or something like that. Yeah, kind of just keep them, like, kind of focused more about – yeah, yeah, for sure. It's it's great to get a good night's sleep in a hotel, you know. Yeah, <laughs> definitely is. Definitely is nice. But uh, what's it? But what, I was gonna say, but uh, how's I don't know how's how's this? I don't know. It's definitely been a while though. But uh, it definitely feels good to you know be talking to a guy of your caliber, your knowledge, just because like I don't know. There's a lot of the one thing I've always want, I was thinking about like when I started my podcast was like I need to ask somebody like about the sports stuff because there's a lot of like sports questions like when like when it comes to mainly about like recruiting and like you know that whole entire process of even getting into college football before even like the stuff that happens in college football that I've always been like what like what really goes on like you know what I mean like you think you know but like how is it really like to be in like you know like the one thing is like. How is it like to balance like school and like football? Like, like, cause I get it. I don't know what happened, but uh, this it's app a- has been this app has been kind of funky because I used it before the one time one of my episodes crashed. Like, I'm trying to like get it under control, but yeah. The, um, the one th- I was gonna say, I think the question I asked you before was like, how is it like to balance like school and like school and like football and all that? Because I feel like at some points it could be like manageable i feel like because you know depending on how like some stuff is but other stuff i feel like it could probably can get out of, like i don't know like not out of control but i feel like you probably sitting there sometimes like damn like i'm really like i have to balance two full-time like things you know what i mean yeah oh yeah yeah and that's that's really the hardest part for me um because i i'm like the hardest thing for me is always definitely time management um because i'm the type of person you know, I always have a lot of things going on at the same time. Um, you know, it's easy, definitely easy to get overwhelmed. Um, 
you know, and then where does your social life come in, you know, and then being home for me, I still got to balance, you know, my, my friends from home, my, my family's here. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's easy to get sidetracked for sure. Um, but I mean, there's, there's a lot of, you know, we have academic support that works with the team. That's um, a huge help. Uh, I think the biggest thing, you just got to use your resources the right way. I mean, there's people to help you with everything, you know, tutors, um, you know, life skills, um, you know, there's just a million different departments of people that are there mm-hmm. to help you. Um, you just got to use those resources because it's hard to do it all on your own. Yeah, I, um, I definitely feel, I definitely feel what you mean. Yeah, so it's definitely, uh, you learn time management quickly. And, I mean, I've been in this game now for, for a long time, and that's something I still got to work on every day uh, because I'm the type of person that sometimes likes to procrastinate a little bit. Uh, but, you know, you, you learn to get, get things done ahead of time and, and do them, you know, when, when they got to get done. So, so yeah, so you learn that pretty quick. Yeah, I, def- I was going to say, that's definitely I had something I had to learn on the workforce, stuff like that. But, School, I don't know how. Like, that's the one thing I always thought about when it comes to college football. Like, if I ever got myself into that somehow, like, the hardest thing I would probably feel like is managing everything you do. Because I feel like you have, like, football, which is a huge part of your life. And then you have school, a huge part of your life. And then you pretty much have, like, the social life. But not, like, not really social life, but, like, kind of, like, kind of like a social life you have to have. And balancing all three of those is kind of, like, I don't know. You feel like you're juggling, like like you're juggling at the same, juggling things at the same time, like trying to manage everything. Yeah, no, for sure. And I mean, at least for me, I kind of divide my day up into like different departments. Um, so like, at least here at Pitt, all our football stuff is in the morning. Um, so I mean, Penn State was the opposite, where our football stuff was later in the day. Um, but here, so my classes. My classes are all in the afternoon or evening. Um, I wake up early in the morning. Uh, like today, we had a, uh, a 6 o'clock conditioning workout this morning and then lifting afterwards. Um, so I, I got that done, and then I watched film for a little bit. Um, and then I came back to my apartment. Well, and then I did actually extra stuff in the weight room and stretching and recovery. Um and treatment in the training room and then i uh i came back to my apartment and doing this with you and then i have a few classes afterwards mm-hmm. and and i'll be uh you know i'll be on my way so that that's afterwards is when i gotta do homework you know extra film study take care yeah. of my body um and then if i'm lucky then you know maybe i could you know hang out with a friend or watch a basketball game tonight um yeah. so so, but, yeah, but it, it really just depends day by day. But every day is a grind for sure, and you know, it, it you, you need your best every day. Yeah, that's that's definitely that's kind of definitely how it seems like going through, like just watching how like you know through like all the different people and like through pit like through like watching on TV and just like seeing all the people that like go through it. It definitely is a grind, and it's a lot. I feel like a lot of mental also at the same time, not only just physical at this, you know. But, like, so, like, the one thing I also thought of was, like, what's, like, the whole process of getting a scholarship? Like, that that's the one thing, because, like, whenever I see people, like, whenever, like, whenever, like, back in high school, and, like, they'll just post, like, hey, I got an offer for so-and-so. Like, you know, does that, does, it, does the school reach out to you, or is it, like, someone from, like, the, one of the coaches reach out to you, or, like, how does that whole process go? Yeah, so, recruiting, um, yeah, so it's all, I mean, it's, recruiting's a, a really, a whole it's it's a really interesting Uh-oh. and cool mm-hmm. can you hear me yeah i can hear you it's a, it's a really cool um it's a, it's a cool aspect i mean it's great to be recruited it's great to feel wanted um but recruiting as a whole is done by the coaches um on that staff and then there are also department of people who are just in recruiting itself so but i mean the coaches do the majority of the recruiting um that's where you really get to learn, you know, your position coach and the scheme and how, how you would fit in that program. And you talk to the academic support and, you know, really they, they give you the whole plan of what they have to offer you. Um, you know, if you were to choose that school, um, you, then you would take visits. 
um, you know, you tour the facilities, you know, learn the campus, um, and all those things go hand in hand. Um, obviously every person is different on what they value more. You know, some guys Mm -hmm. really look into the academic side, you know, and, and what, what their marriage, what their major would be, you know, people look, uh, you know, more into the schematic side of football and see how their skill set fits that team and how they would be used and what position they would play. Um, but the kind of the X factor is, you know, that relationship with the coaches, you know, most people really ultimately make their decision based strongly off their relationship with the coaches. But that's kind of tricky because, you know, the coaching staff could be gone or be fired. Yeah. yeah. People could take a new job, which, um, which stinks because like for me personally, I'm on my fifth different position coach since I've been playing college football, which, um, which is, which is very unfortunate because, you know, that relationship goes a long way and, you know, obviously the closer your relationship with your coach, you know, the more you're going to learn, where you're going to feel confident, you know, the more they're going to believe in you. Um, Mm -hmm. so, so, so that, so that makes a big difference, but, but yeah, so, you know, either a coach finds you, you know, online through Huddle or, or you know, on Twitter or whatever. Or, I mean, because they do – I mean, that's their job. You know, yeah, that's co- their job. Coaches, right. These coaches are paid and they make a living off of finding the right talent to come in mm-hmm. and win so games course. for their football team. And that's yeah. how they pay their – that's how they feed their family. So Yeah, that is true. That is definitely true. Because, like, I remember seeing, like, you know, like James Franklin watch. I think I saw Urban Meyer one time whenever, we like, we were, like, through Central, like, just seeing them in there. And, like, I don't know, like – like, I feel like that definitely is, like, I don't know, like, it's definitely cool to, like, think about, like, I don't know, like, you're, like, 16, 17, 15, even 15 sometimes. You have, like, some grown men, like, you know, like, from, like, a university, like, you're, like, making, you have, like, grown people jobs while you're just, you know, still in high school wanting to, you, you know, trying to get you to, like, come to the school, you know, depending on, you know, what level of talent, you know, they're going to, like, recruit you to saying, you know, heavily, like, how bad they really want you, you know what I mean? And it's just, like, I don't know, like, I feel like, I don't, like, I feel like the whole process is just, like, kind of, like, like crazy to begin with. Yeah, it's very crazy, and it can be overwhelming to a point. Um, You know, some guys like it, some guys don't. Um, It's really cool, you know, at the beginning, because, like I said, everybody wants to feel wanted, and they make you feel special, and then, their fans are tweeting at you on, on Twitter yeah. and stuff like that. And, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a great process um, because, you know, that's something that you always look forward to as young athlete is, is going through that. Um, I will say it can be very overwhelming. It's a lot of pressure too, because you want to make the right decision and, and you don't know what that decision is. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it takes a long time and some people hate the recruiting process. Some people love it. Um so, yeah, and then for me, you know, I experienced it twice because I, you know, was mm-hmm. in high school and got recruited, and then I was in the transfer portal and got recruited, which, um, you know, I felt like I was 17 years old again. Um, yeah. it, it, was, it was really cool, and it's, it's different. But the second time through, you know, I, uh, I, I really knew what I wanted to look for. Um, you know, I knew what was important to me, and, um, you know, I was able to make a – a grown man decision. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, it, so it's, it's, it's a really cool mm-hmm. experience. Yeah. If it wasn't like, where were some others? Like, I don't think I ever asked you, where are some other, if you don't mind me asking, where are some other schools that are like reaching out to you, like on top of it? Yeah. So, I mean, obviously coming out of high school, I had, you know, 35 division one offers, um, you know, basically, you know, all East coast schools and the ACC, the big 10, you know, the big 12, um, all those schools. Um, but then when I, you know, came out of the transfer portal, uh, when I left Penn state, um, you know, multiple ACC schools offered me, um, you know, between Pitt, Virginia, uh, Wake Forest, you know, um, I was talking to West Virginia. So, I mean, a lot of schools, mm-hmm. um, but mostly the same schools I was talking to out of high school, yeah, I feel you. I feel you. I don't yeah. know if it was like a different environment, like if they're just different people, just because you know a change of coaches and all that. Right, right, yeah, yeah. So there's you know there's coaching turnover within that four years that you know some staffs were completely different, but I mean ultimately it was also I I knew you know what I was looking for and and what schools I wanted to talk to and 
and cause, cause it can go both ways, you know, I mean, I could mm-hmm. reach out to somebody on that staff, you know, once I'm in the portal and, you know, see if they have interest in me. Um, that usually is not how it works, but, um, you know, I, I ultimately, I wanted to come home and, uh, so I'm glad it worked out. Yeah. It definitely feels, you know, good to play in your city. You're like, you know, cause I, at first, whenever like DeMar was going through his process, I was like, kind of like, I don't know, like, I'm not like, like whenever he first went through, I definitely thought like, I was like, what is he, you know, what is he going to do? Is he like, you know, cause like part of me was like, a lot of people were telling me like, Oh, he's going to stay home for sure. And then part of me was like, he, if he wants to, you know, I'm not going to say like he had to, but I'm saying like, if he wanted to, like, would he just like, you know, want to just step up and just like, Oh, let me go somewhere like humongous. And let me see like what happened to him there, which it could be either good or bad because he either can be like, he either could, step up and his name can shine or because there's so much talent, he'd be a loss in the sauce. If you feel what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's because I feel like that, that could happen to some players and I, that doesn't make them any like worse than what they like. Doesn't like diminish their talent or anything like that. I just feel like some schools can get so power. Like, I don't know. They could just get so power heavy that like for one season, you can be like in the scheme. You could be like, all right, this is, you're like the number two receiver. Like you, you're, you're here. We're going to have you in like pretty much, this many this much percentage of our play calls, you know, you're gonna have a role in it of some sorts, and then all of a sudden they're like, nope, we're gonna switch it all up. You're not, you don't even need you really. I was gonna say you're gonna play, but like you're not gonna play as much as you did before, you know. Yeah, yeah, that's um, that's a that's a good point, um, you know, and some and that's the advantage of coming home because or staying home because, you know, people look out for you more. Um, you know, if you if you're a big time talent, you go, you know, somewhere, you know, like. Ohio State or Alabama, you know, they, they got a ton of, you know, five-star and four-star guys. And that's, you know, how Penn State was. I mean, every year I was at Penn State, we had a top five recruiting class in the country. Like, every year I was there. Um, mm-hmm. So, I mean, everybody was good. And, and I mean, when that, in a situation like that, you know, iron sharpens iron. So, I mean, everybody's getting better. Um, mm-hmm. and, and competition is great. Um, the only thing is, you know, there's only 11 guys on the field. Yeah, yeah, but, but you know, and, and that's great. And, I, I mean, obviously you always want to bet on yourself. And if you, you know, if you believe that you're the best and, and that, you know, you're good mm-hmm. enough to, to play somewhere, then by all means you should do it. Um, but, but it, like you said, it's like a high risk, um, high reward. So, uh, but, you know, if you sprain your ankle and you're out for two weeks, you know, you got another five star, four star right behind you. You know who's who's, who's now getting those reps. Um, so, mm-hmm. and you know, unfortunately for me, you know that I I dealt with that a lot um, at Penn State. Yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. So, um, but but staying home at a place like Pitt, you know, it's it's very important that you're from here, and you know, people look out for you, and uh, you know, you'll have more opportunities, I believe. Yeah, absolutely. I'm excited. I'm excited because I like. I, mean, I kind of like how. Narduzzi's been like you know doing with Pitt like I kind of like like the way it's been going because I feel like Pitt before like you didn't know what Pitt was like you know they were good defense so you know you, you had some guys coming out the NFL for on the defensive side but on the offensive side it wasn't the same and like I feel like we're moving in the process where that's going to you know you're going to get some more guys on the offensive side of the ball that might get more noticed in the league on top of the guys that you're already there you know what I mean yeah, yeah, I, I that's, that's a good point. Um, you know, we definitely have some dynamic guys on offense this year. And, you know, obviously with our quarterback coming back, they'll be big. Um, you know, the past couple of years have been, you know, offense or our, our defense has, you know, really stepped up and, um, you know, been the strong part of our team. But uh, mm-hmm. I definitely think this year it'll be more balanced. Um, you know, we're, we're a lot younger on defense. Um, at least we lost some starters, you know, and, and guys mm-hmm. that have made a lot of plays. Yeah, the, yeah, the guys that made that got made it to lose right. and stuff like that. Yeah, and on offense, you know, we got most people return. Um, so, so yeah, I'm excited. I think we'll be really good this year. Mm, yeah. So what's the? Um, yeah, I'm excited too. What's like the craziest like away environment you've ever played in, like outside of like your home field, whether yeah, it's State or Penn State. What's like the craziest environment like you've ever played? Like you, what's the craziest way to say you walk and you're like, wow, like you're just like you're just like beyond shocked or something. Yeah, that's that's a great, great question. I, I even like thinking about this all the time. Um, obviously, you know, playing at Penn State was awesome. Um, mm-hmm. you know, one hundred seven thousand people. You know, the whiteout. Yeah, uh, that was that, crazy. Yeah, that was crazy. Um, but. To be honest, um, when I was at Penn State, 
um, my retro freshman year, we came back um, in 2016 and played Pitt here at Heinz Field. And that was actually a crazy atmosphere because you could just feel the hate, like, mm-hmm. from Pitt. And, like, it was just so competitive. It was a great game. Um, you know, it was a great weather that day. But Heinz Field was rocking. Um, yeah. When, when they'd make a play, the crowd would go crazy. When we'd make a play, the crowd would go crazy because we had a lot of fans there, too. Yeah, um, good in the interstate. One. Right. So that was that was so much fun. Uh, obviously, I was, you know, I was hurt. I was on crutches that game, but I was still on the sideline. And mm-hmm. just – witnessing that atmosphere you know being there was really cool um i i expected that um it was obviously you know really cool playing at michigan in the big mm-hmm. house um you know that's you know that's a very traditional and you know yeah traditional you know, stadium right so yeah with a ton of history behind it um you know michigan is one of the best football programs of all time um, so that was really cool playing there. Uh, it's, it's really interesting because there, you know, their stadiums like underground. So when you're driving up to it, it basically like almost looks like every other building around it. Um, oh, really? yeah, it's like a bowl, like it, like it goes underground and it's really wide. Oh. Um, so, <laughs> so driving up to it, like it doesn't look like some like massive stadium, you know, that you think of. Um, but you know, when you're down in it, like it's, it's really big. Um, yeah. you know, at Ohio state was really cool. Um, unfortunately this year with Pitt, you know, we, um, obviously COVID, you know, didn't allow us to have fans in, in every stadium that we were at. Mm-hmm. Um, but we played at Miami at Clemson and at Florida state, which I was really looking forward to. I mean, still playing at Clemson was really cool because mm-hmm. I think they were like, like half capacity or something like that. Um, mm-hmm. but you know, that was still a really cool stadium really cool place to play. Um, I was really looking forward to play at Florida State. Uh, I think that was the most fans we played in front of all year, um, you know, just because I always watched that, you know, they yeah, were so cool. good growing up. And uh, yeah, I always, you know, they, they always had crazy fans and crazy atmospheres. Yeah, um, that's mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, I, this year I don't think we play at any place that I haven't been to yet. Uh, I've played at Syracuse. I've played at Duke. At Georgia Tech. Oh, oh, this year I take that back. I'm looking. For, I'm. I'm really looking forward to play at Tennessee this year. Mm, yeah, um, I saw that one. That's definitely. I like those. That's the one thing I think. If I had to change anything about college football, is to throw more non-conferences in. And then the one thing I would also not allow happen is not allow Bama to play those garbage opponents. Like in the first game of the season, like no offense, like I'm not not knocking Nick Saban or anybody on that coaching staff. But like whenever like some of them those like Chick fil A Chick fil A Peach Bowls, and like it'll be like Alabama versus Duke, and I'm like I'd rather see Alabama versus like in like a top even a top fifteen opponent. It doesn't even have to be top five, let alone top fifteen. I need to see somebody with like a number next to their name. I don't need to be seeing them playing like these no name, like these out of conference no rank matchups. Like that yeah. doesn't that's not we don't need to be saying that on ESPN, you know. Yeah, I feel that. I feel that. The only thing is like. um you know, they schedule these games like years in advance. So yeah, that's the one thing I noticed. I yeah. saw recently those that you guys schedule them like almost ten years in advance. Right. So a lot of times you have no clue what that team will be like. Then, um, obviously, you know, you always expect Alabama to be good, but a lot of times, like, you know, the, the nowadays where college football is, you know, if you lose one time, like, you might not make the playoffs. So, mm-hmm. so a lot of you know conferences aren't going to schedule. Alabama because they have a really good chance of you know losing in the regular season so at that point if they lose week one you know they got to fight their way back to get in the playoff you know picture you know with only four teams making it you know usually the you know a team or a couple teams that make it are undefeated um so you know if they're going to play Alabama you know they'd probably rather play them in the playoffs than in week one you know yeah, that's, true. That, that's another thing I think they need to expand it not too not too too many I think I personally will expand it just to six because I feel like every season you got maybe two more teams that you can that you if you want to be serious or actually like deserve or possibly deserve to that could possibly have deserved to have been there. You know what I mean? Like I feel like for some people they think they need to expand it to like ten or twelve, and I'm like I don't think six more teams to rightfully at the end of the season actually deserve it. If I'm being honest, like I feel like. 
like I, I feel like they can do that, but I feel like they need to put like they need to jump from like four to maybe like six teams that actually like you know that act like fought the entire season to possibly deserve a spot. I I agree with thousand percent. I think it should be more teams. I think it should be eight. Um, yeah. So, I mean, six is a good number, but eight would be great. I think. Um, so that way you have all the f- all five, you know, power five conference champions. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you have three at large teams, you know, whether that be like that small school team that's undefeated every year that like, you know, everybody talks about them getting in. But mm-hmm. then they always say, oh, they never played anybody, you know, like mm-hmm. this year it was BYU, mm-hmm. um, you know, where they were undefeated. But everybody said they didn't play anybody, so they didn't deserve to be in there. So now they make mm-hmm. it. Um, and then there's, you know, another team who, you know, finished second in the conference, like, you know, in a tough conference, like, uh, like Notre Dame or, you know, LSU, mm-hmm. you know, or, you know, so I feel like there's always so many teams that, you know, have an argument that deserve to be in there. Um, mm-hmm. But I think it'd be so fun for everybody if, if it was expanded. Yeah, I definitely, definitely think that. What's so like another thing to go by what's the so who's like who's like the craziest talent you've ever like seen firsthand with your eyes since like going through college football because i know like we've seen like crazy people in high school and like college like in some people college but like who's somebody you've seen like firsthand that you're just like wow like because i know you i know you you played with your teammates with saquon because i i i can't imagine like having him as a teammate that's the one thing that would be like wow you know what i mean yeah, that's a good question. Um, and that's funny because I was thinking about this the other day because some of my younger teammates uh, here at Pitt were asking me about how I was playing with him. And, um, you know, I guess – and then I thought about it. And, like, to them, like, he must have seemed like a god because he was, you know, one of the best players in college football. Um, and they were probably, you know, in high school watching that. So they probably – he probably seemed, like, so amazing. But I guess – I never really looked at him like that because, you know, he was one of yeah. my closest friends and my one of my roommates at Penn State. Um, mm-hmm. And so I never really like, but, but I mean, definitely watching him, you know, he's, you know, one in a million. So I, I he's, he's definitely one of the first names that comes to my mind. Um, you know, I, we, I played against Trevor Lawrence this year. Um, I'm trying to think who else. Uh, I remember a couple of years ago, playing against uh josh allen the defensive end from kentucky was freakish uh and then obviously my um my freshman year in college when we played uh usc in the rose bowl with Mm. uh adoree jackson and sam darnold Darnold. and and juju um they were all on that team uh but to be be honest i'd I'd probably say you know saquon just because um yeah, he's just yeah, he's freakish. Yeah, that's just I don't know because it's just like I feel like like at some point like to see someone like like see Saquon like in NFL you're like that's crazy but like to you like or anybody like I feel like whenever you see someone like go through the grind of getting to where they're at you're like dang like I really saw them at this point in their life. And, like, to see where they're at now is just crazy because you saw, like, the whole process. And, like, you, him getting, like, or him or whoever getting better, whoever game or whatever season or, like, just seeing them firsthand improve. And it's just, like, I don't know. It kind of, like, gives you a little bit of form of excitement. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, for sure. And, and like, I'll never fanboy over anybody because, you know, I'm at the same level as them. But it's Yeah, I know, I know what I'm, you mean. But it's definitely uh, surreal, you know, seeing guys that I've played against or – you know, I've seen firsthand, you know, end up going on the NFL and, you know, having great careers. Um, so, I mean, it, it's it's all part of the journey and it's, it's, it's really cool aspect of this whole thing. Um, you know, one day yeah. I'll talk to my kids about that. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, it's not even like, it's not like, like, you, like you said, I'm not even trying to like fanboy over it. It's just kind of like, I don't know, it's just kind of crazy to think about because there's only certain like mountain people that make it that far. Heck and yeah. Just, yeah. And then just sure. to see people, just to be like, yeah, I was in high school. I went to college or yeah, you, everyone's like talking about this guy. He has a gold jacket. Yeah. I remember you like slept over my house, you know, like whenever we were like in <laughs> high school, you know what I mean? Like I remember whenever he was scared to talk to girls, let alone like, you know what I mean? Like, just, <laughs> just stuff, like, you know, funny stuff like that. Just to like, just to think about like where people were at like different points and see where they're at now. Just to, like do like, the hard work and everything like that but yeah. like 
I don't know, like college, like this, like I, like I said, I'm really glad to have you on the show. I definitely appreciate it. But like, it definitely, I don't know, just seeing someone, like seeing like the amount of people I know, just like, oh yeah, I went to high school with him, or I went to high school with him, or I went to, you know, just be like, yeah, like, you know, like even like you, for example, because like you, like I've seen you play and like even high school, you bought, like you were, I don't know, people like, people were tweaking you in high school for like, and I, I was going to say, for, they weren't wrong to tweak you because, you know, you had you had your ladies back then, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> this this, this, this back, back then, you know, it, it, that was just funny just to see people tweak over, their, you know, you guys. Because I remember, I remember back in high school, like, you guys had girls from, like, different schools, even in our fan section, even the teams that we were playing against. And I'm like, wow. Like, I'm just, just, I don't know, like, it's just funny just to think about, like, I don't know, like, all, like, just the, work, like, grind and the hard work, you know, to make it even to, like, where you're at now. Like, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, man. You're too funny. You're too funny. That was a good time, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, that, that, that's funny, man. Yeah, no, it's, it's all surreal, and it's definitely all, you know, it's all going to be a cool story one day to tell. And, uh, you know, I've loved every moment of it. But uh, yeah. that, that's funny. You know, give me some flashbacks. Yeah, definitely, man. But I'm just, you know. I'm excited because it's just like I like college football. Like honestly, I talk like I tell people all the time. I like college football more than the NFL, and it's only because I think, if I'm being honest, it's hard. I think it's harder to be a college football coach than to be an NFL coach, and there's only for a handful of reasons. One handful of reasons is straight off the bat. One, you only got people for a certain amount of time. Two, the transfer portal now is becoming more player friendly than it was than it was before so now players have more of a voice than they've had years before and then like and with that one they you know they can leave you know that new transfer world that just put into place where people can be eligible the first school they leave now like i don't know i feel like that gives players way more control and like i think it's definitely bringing more excitement to the game yeah um that definitely is a different aspect we were talking to me and my friends were talking about talking about that the other day um, because, you know, there's going to be a lot more people that, you know, transfer to those big schools or go to those big schools like Alabama and Ohio State and, you know, the powerhouses like that and then leave after a year because, you know, they weren't playing. So, you know, there's – and it kind of takes the process out of everything um, because, you you know, you go to a school as a young 18-year-old, you know, not really developed, and then you grow into a man and, you know – you know, throughout the years, you get developed in the weight room and become bigger and, you know, more trusted on the field. And so, you know, now people might just transfer before that process happens. Um, it's almost like, you know, it's just like open season for, for people that want to leave and go somewhere else. But so so that brings a whole new dynamic in the college football for sure. Um, I, I like it because it, you know, gives players the freedom to be happy and, you know, find a home that they want. Um, I just hope people don't go into the transfer portal too soon um, because there's definitely the aspect of it where, you know, you need to experience adversity and overcoming that and, you know, finding new ways to defeat that and um, yeah. just experiencing different obstacles, um, you know, if, if, in terms of life, you know, because you need to know how to do that. Um, yeah. You know, I feel like that for me, at least that was, you know, adversity has been the best teacher to me. You know, I've learned more about myself, and, you know, learn tools to overcome obstacles, you know, that I never would have in my life if it wasn't for that. So, um, mm -hmm. so I, I definitely think, you know, sometimes that adversity can be a blessing in disguise, but, you know, hopefully that, you know, people don't, you know, transfer too early and because Take a lot of times, granted. you know, the, the grass isn't always greener on the other side, um, mm -hmm. you know, but everybody's situation is different. So it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. Yeah. Cause it always, cause I feel like, some players just get that right time. Like, something just happens at the right time. I'm not, like, wishing injury on nobody, but it's just, like, this person gets hurt this game, and you need, like, that one. Like, the best thing I like to explain is, like, because I listened to this uh, video with Tom Brady and Peyton Man. He's like, you only get one shot. You can't screw it up. Like, because sometimes you only get one shot to basically yeah. show your greatness. And in that moment, you have to kind of, like, show who you are, show, like, all that work and progress you put into that one moment. Because you might not have another time to like fix that moment or to do it again. So you kind of have to show people who you are in that one moment. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of times like the stars just align for people. Like you said, like somebody gets hurt, you know, this happens, that happens. Somebody stays healthy, um, you know, this, that, the other, and then, you know, 
that opportunity comes and they either make the most out of it or, or it doesn't work out. Um, and, you know, for whatever reason, you know, everybody wants, wants to make it work, but sometimes it just doesn't happen like that. And then some guys just never get their opportunity. Um, you know, it's, it's weird how this whole thing works and, and what way the ball bounces, but, um, mm-hmm. but yeah, no, they're definitely right on that is that sometimes you get that one opportunity and then, you know, time can pass you on. Um, so it, it, it's weird, but, you know, that's why uh, that's, that's what the thrill's all about. That's what the game and the hard work is all about, um, you know. So whenever you have that opportunity that, you know, you make the most out of it. Yeah, I, yeah, I definitely know what you mean. You got to just, you know, kill it whenever you got the chance. So another thing I was thinking about, like, that crossed my mind was, uh, what's it called? Whenever you were, like, going through that whole entire, like, flashback a little bit back to high school a little bit, but whenever you were going through that entire, like, process of, like, you know, all our scholarships, like even a little bit before that, like, was there like a certain game that like you went or was there something that just clicked in your head and you're like, I got to do this in order to get to here. And that's, and then something like switched and then you start to notice like you're getting like attention or some sorts. Like, is there something like you feel like you have, you're like, all right, I got to improve on this and I got to keep on pushing this in order to get, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, uh like, I'd, I'd say it wasn't was there more. like a moment at some point you kind of noticed you're like oh yeah I'm like I'm kind of getting good to the point that some people are starting to show me some attention you know what I mean yeah no I, I do it and in that time like it felt magical because it all happened so fast um there was really like I think it was you know like after or my, my junior season really because we were really good I know you remember we went to the state mm-hmm. championship and lost um but we had a mm-hmm. lot of talent on that team we were really good but you know, I really started to, you know, come into my own and and make plays. Um, and then right after that season, things kind of took off. And I, I was kind of, you know, still undeveloped at that point. You know, I, I never really lifted weights and stuff. And then I feel like there was a big physical transformation for me between my junior and senior year. Um, and then, you know, things just took off my senior year. Um, yeah. So... And, and also that just feeds into your confidence and makes you play that much better. Um, you know, f- for me, I always, you know, like I said, my junior year, I was a little bit not undersized, but, you know, I didn't have um, the physical traits as much as I did in my senior year. Um, I worked really hard that off season and, you know, the college attention was coming. And then, you know, my senior season came around and I was bigger, faster, stronger, more confident. Um, and I was having a lot more opportunities. I was getting the ball a lot more, um, mm-hmm. and you know, things, things just took off. Um, but I, I wouldn't say there was, there was one moment or one thing where I was like, okay, I need to do this. Um, you know, a big picture mm-hmm. speaking, you know, I knew I needed to become bigger, faster, stronger. I know I needed to, to tackle better and just, you know, the more plays you make, the more opportunities are going to come. And, mm-hmm. uh, that's what happened. Absolutely. Because I, like, I feel like, some people like it's not like a like a thing that switches. It's more like I don't know. I feel like at one point in your life you go from like all right, you're just like you're like you. Know, some people like in this area, like you know, around the area might know who you are. Then like you know, just because of your talent, like through playing, you know, through Central and everything like that, you're like all right. And then like eventually, like you know, you make it to Whitfield and you start doing well. And people are like all right, a lot of people throughout the city know who I am. You know what I mean? And then goes like then you go somewhere and then you start doing this or like you start like going to camps or so I don't know what like you know what I mean like I feel like your attention goes from like it, it smallly like shifts because I feel like I've seen it like through a handful of people like even like even my grade like you know through like you know the people that like went division division one or even played college through my grade I remember I saw them like junior like oh yeah they're getting like like you know they could definitely play but like you know they're getting some attention but now they're like oh wow like you know. Like, you know, they, they, it's just like a little switch that hit, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Sometimes it seems like it just happens overnight. And really, sometimes all it takes is one big school to, you know, believe in you and offer you. And then the ball starts rolling and then it just opens the floodgates, you know. Um, mm-hmm. And then they start piling up. And that, that's when it gets fun. Yeah. So, what's the biggest advice you would give to someone like, you know, if you if you had to like talk to yourself like old like old you back in high school, right before you're about to leave for college, or right before you're about to choose whatever school you're going through, like, is there something you would tell yourself like if you could like have a conversation with yourself for a little bit? Oh man, 
Man, uh, there, there's not enough time in the day that I yeah. that, for the all the advice I would have for my for, like for the, a younger I'm version like, of myself. I'm not more about like leaning towards like you know like you know just like the, like maybe things you should like know about like the call. Hey, Heck you're, about yeah. enter, you're about to enter this world, and this is like a few things you need to know about you. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, most certainly. Um, I would say that. Um, oh man, that's a good question. <sighs> I would say that um, I would tell myself to, you know, one, just to really appreciate everything because, you know, these next few years are, you know, definitely going to be, you know, once in a lifetime opportunity that nobody really gets to experience. Um, So really take it all in. But I would say I would just tell myself to prepare for adversity um, because some of the things, you know, the injuries, the long-term rehabs were definitely the hardest things I've ever had to go through um, mentally more so than physically. And at that point in my life, I never had to do that. Um, and so, and I, like I said, I feel like adversity is the best teacher. Um, I really, you know, it, it improved my work ethic. It, you know, made me appreciate things more. It made me not take things for granted. Um, and, you know, I, I really learned who was there for me and who wasn't. Um mm-hmm. You know, so at the end of the day, I, you know, I would, I would just tell myself, you know, to, you know, work my butt off and, um, and, and I also tell myself that, you know, everything's going to work out at the end of the day. Um, you know, you keep working hard and, um, it, it's all going to work out the way you wanted it to. Um, you know, if you, if you just, if you just never quit and you keep, you keep working hard. Um, I would also say to, um, you know, to value relationships, um, you know, because the, the most beautiful thing about this whole process has been the people that I've met throughout it. Um, you know, whether that be teammates, mm-hmm. whether that be coaches, you know, trainers. Um, yeah, they're different people. Right, right. Heck, like like you, man, like meeting you, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's all about the people, you know, along the journey and, you know, maintaining those relationships over time. Um, because that's, that's what makes the whole thing special. You know, everybody's been great and, you know, I've met people that will be in, you know, important to me for the rest of my life. So, um, you know, and, and, and just to, you know, never get, um, never get too high on myself and never get too low. Um, you know, Mm -hmm. always to just stay, you know, stay level headed and, and, you know, appreciate everything as it comes. Yeah. I definitely feel, I definitely understand what you mean. Cause like, I've been starting to think about that too, like even my building stuff in my personal life, you know, taking one thing at a time, just building, you know, building the right relationships I need to, the people I need to, you know what I mean? And like the craziest thing is, because I I just thought about this, because like, I don't know, like I know, like, I I know one person that like, I don't know, like I know one person that like did equipment managing at Pitt. Like, you know, uh, did you ever, did you ever meet Will Freivogel? Yeah, 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 bro. So he was because his. I don't know if you ever. I don't know if you know this, but like his dad was like the head equipment manager with the Steelers. So whenever I was over there, right after, uh, without right after you and Isaiah Spencer left, I did that for my last two years of high school. So I oh, met him okay. through. I met him through over there. So I, I saw. I remember because I follow him on Instagram, and I'm like, I remember he posted something. I'm like, yeah, that's wild. Like he's over there, but I I, I kind of figured because he's like you know his his whole fam's into that all that type of stuff, and he knows people so between the people over the Steelers and then, you know, the people at Pitt, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's cool. Small world. Yeah, he's a good guy. He's, he helped us out a lot. He's the man. Yeah, he's, he's definitely cool. I was going to say, he's definitely a cool dude. I haven't seen him since seen, last season, since the end of the season. But, yeah, but it's definitely, I don't know, because it's definitely a small world because I remember doing that equipment management stuff even back in whenever I first got into that Steelers stuff. Like, that, that stuff was like, I don't know, it definitely – definitely was a fast paced like kind of like environment which i kind of like that because it's kind of like you keep yourself fast paced you have to manage but you definitely did have to manage like a lot of things at once like like a thousand things at once but it wasn't bad at the end of it though heck yeah those guys are you know they they're they're what makes the program go around guys are the the heroes behind the scenes and probably don't get as much credit as they should um but you know i think everybody in the in the program knows that you know, we, we couldn't do anything without them. We, we appreciate them so much. I mean, like, dude, you used to do so much for us, you know, at Central. Yeah. And, and, you know, we, we all loved you for it. Um, you yeah. know, I'll, I'll never forget that. You know, you're the man.
Appreciate it, man. But I just, you know, I was I was even supposed to play, but my mom, I don't know even what even happened. I was supposed to play like my freshman year because I like I didn't play. I played seventh grade and I played fifth and sixth. I was supposed I didn't play eighth, but then I was supposed to play ninth. But my mom, I forget what happened with the school or mom. My mom was like, "You can't play" or something like that. I don't know. I just didn't play. But like I don't know. Like I, and I remember whenever she first told me about doing this, and I was like, eh. "I'm like what?" Like at first I'm like what? Like I was confused about the whole gig what I was supposed to do like I didn't even know what I was getting myself into and then like I don't know I just remember the first day with Mr. Thomas and like kind of like the older guys and like I don't know like the older guys and then doing like the practices and everything I was just kind of like you know going through the motions I'm like all right this is pretty cool you know I can manage all that type of stuff and then when you start to learn how to do some stuff and then you're you're managing everything at once it kind of got nice because you just like I don't know like you, you always had something to do like you didn't like you always had something you could be doing like you're not like you never really got bored you know what I mean yeah, yeah, and you you know you're you're a part of something and a part of something. Yeah, special, definitely. Yeah, and you're just as important as anybody else, for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I hope you enjoyed it, man, because we we definitely, you know, appreciated you and needed you every day. You ever talk yeah. to Mr. Thomas anymore? No, I I went back like I think I went back. When was the last Central game I went to? I think it was, was it last year. No, no, it wasn't 2020 here because you know COVID and everything. I think it was the season before that. So. 2019 was the last central game I went to. I think I'm, I'm gonna try to go to one. I, like, I talked to him then when I went, I saw him. Unfortunately, I saw brother Kevin before he, you know, before he passed and everything yeah. like that, like a year before and all that. But and I saw like a handful, like you know, the people there. It started, I, I don't know if I can ever go back like again, just because like I like then, like the players barely knew me. I think that was like the senior class of the freshmen, like whenever I was, I mean, the seniors were freshmen whenever I was in high school. So now, like, I only know like maybe a few players just because like they're like, you know, brothers of like some people I went to high school with, you know? Yeah. That's so like, weird. There's only a few people I know. So like, you can't like, cause they're going to come back and you're like, who the hell is this guy? Like, you know what I mean? Like, like you know, like, you, you know, you're going to be like, oh, yeah, you know, eventually, like, it, it's different. Like some of them might know who you are, which probably me, no, none of people. But like you know, you like some people, like some of the players who come back, they might know who you are. But like they were like young, young whenever you, so that they would either have to. Some might barely know who you are, but most probably don't, just because of like the age gap and everything like that. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy. It's, I mean, yeah, I, I've been back a few times. Um, you know, all the coaches and stuff are mostly the same, but it's definitely you know the place looks different. Um, yeah, you know the, the fields totally yeah. changed, but it looks great, man. But it, but most things stay the same. Uh, I'll I'll definitely go back uh, this fall and, and check them out for sure. Yeah, I, I'm. A, yeah, I was think I was. I wanted to go last year, but you know, COVID was all you know the weird. So there's only they're probably. I think they're only. I think one of my friends said they were only selling like limited amount of tickets and all that. And I'm like, I wasn't dealing with all that. But this season, they should be interesting because I. Uh, JJ's brother and then Kurt's brother, they seem pretty, I don't know, they seem pretty, they, they, they've been, you know, they, they're definitely pretty good, you know what I mean? So, I don't know who they're going to throw at quarterback, because, you know, at Central, they don't throw the football anyway, so, like, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> they don't, know, throw, they don't throw the football anyway, so you might as well say, you know, what's, who's going to be the running back who's actually going to do it, everything. <laughs> don't get me I started. Because I remember, bro, you know, since I have you on, the craziest thing I thought about, I remember your senior year, how they you played. I don't know whose idea was it to throw you in, in the Wildcat in the entire game, bro, but uh, I remember that. Bro. That, that was the was, best idea ever. That was good, but I'm like, I don't know why they did that. I don't know. It's just caught, I'm not going to say it wasn't the best idea. It wasn't, wasn't a bad idea, but it was just like, I that caught me completely off guard. Like, I, I'd never seen you – know, like, I did, we never did that an entire season, and the one the championship game that happens. Yeah, we did it in the in the semifinal game too against Penn Trafford, and you know it it worked real well both games. Uh, we we just I, I don't think we had enough practice at it. Uh, I mean we you know we almost pulled it out. You know we were a few few points short in the championship. Yeah. Um, but uh, they, I'm like, what made them like do that? Was it like a quarterback situation? Like, yeah, this might not. I'm not so, I'm not gonna say we don't need to name names, but I'm saying was it like a situation where like. They're like, yeah, this ain't really working out. We might need you to do this, JP. Because, like, you know, what is it? Like, how did that conversation go? Dude? Like, how did that go? Yeah. Um, well, I think our offense was just kind of stalling out um, with how it was before. And um, we weren't really throwing the ball. So, you know, by putting me at 
wildcat quarterback that gives you a, another blocker instead of wasting, you know, you know, a, a number at, at quarterback of just somebody handing the ball off. Um, yeah. You know, not, not wasting, but, you know, it, it brings, you know, instead of somebody just handing the ball off, they just carry it themselves. Um, you know, so, and cause they, we knew I wasn't gonna throw the ball anyways. So we, you know, we weren't throwing the ball much before. So I think yeah. uh, we just thought it was a good idea to, you know, just yeah. go, go thought, all in on the run game and, you know, mm-hmm. they, they knew it was coming. We knew it was coming and they just had to stop us. Yeah. I told you, man. That, that, no, no, that was definitely interesting. Cause I feel like the only thing, if I could change anything about central playbook is I feel like, like even the years through my years of high school, I, I, I can test through the end of your years that I witnessed. I feel like we had, I, I can't talk at the beginning, but we definitely had the talent to why we should be throwing the football way more often than we do. Cause I feel like they scored, we think central scored a lot of points for not for like somehow, like when it, when it worked, like they scored a lot of points for not throwing the football crazy amount. So I feel like if they did throw the football crazy amount, or they even not even crazy amount, they threw a football with the normal amount, they would probably be like, like scoring like almost 70 points a game probably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I always wish we threw it to we threw it more too. I think I think it almost hurts us being that good at the run game and then all year long, you know, nobody stops it, so we don't we're never really forced to throw the ball. And yeah. then, you know, we we end up playing a good team in the playoffs and then we're like, Oh geez, like we need to throw that's, now. That's probably our- exactly how I would probably phrase it whenever I was like watching like some like think about like some of the games over the seasons. It's probably like they ran into two they ran through too many of the other schools that whenever you ran into that one or two schools that gave you a little trouble and you had to do a little bit of adjustments, that's whenever stuff came, like some issues arose. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, but, I feel you. It's, it's always it's bothered me too. But, you know, hopefully in the future that they'll, they'll start throwing the ball more. <laughs> I was going to say. But, yeah, that's pretty much all the questions I have. Like, I, I don't know. I've. I had some more, but you pretty much answered most of them all. But I'm definitely appreciative of having you on the show. It was definitely knowledgeable, understanding, like, a lot of, like, the college football process and a lot of stuff that happens behind the scenes that you don't really get answers to. And that's the one thing about my show I've been trying to, like, promote was trying to get answers to different occupations or have jobs or, you know, different, you know, because different things going on in the world that you don't really get the answers to unless you either know someone firsthand that did it, you know what I mean, or did it yourself. Heck yeah, yeah. Thanks so much, man. It's been an honor. One, it's been a great catching up with you. I miss you, man. You know, I, it's been too long. I haven't seen you. And, uh, you know, thank you for having me on the show. Isaiah, it, it means a lot to me. You know, I'm mm-hmm. extremely appreciative and, and I'll definitely show love. Um, you know, I, but, but thank you from the bottom of my okay. heart for having me on right. here. I, I appreciate it. You know, you've always been great to me, so I appreciate you, man. No problem, man. This is Johnny Patrician, linebacker. Linebacker. I don't even, I honestly say linebacker, DB. What, you're a linebacker now, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, linebacker. I'm a, I'm a linebacker, football. but I'm a hybrid guy. Hybrid guy can do anything on the defense. You might as well solve him. The, like what Isaiah Simmons said in the interview, what, what, what position you play? You say you play defense. That's all yeah, you say. Yeah, I like Yo, that. I play, de- I play defense, you know what I mean? <laughs> but it's definitely honor to have a show. I will be – I'll definitely be at a game this, this season, you know. We'll definitely check him out on season. He'll be making highlights, you know, for, you know, for you guys, you know, this season. He'll definitely be showing a lot of love. But I definitely appreciate you having on the show, man. But I wish, you know, a blessed – Plus, good night and have a good one. Tell the fam I said hello, you know. <laughs> Thanks, bro. We'll do. You, and you do the same. Thanks a lot. I I'll will. talk to you soon, brother. I appreciate it. I'll talk it, to you soon, man. I appreciate it. Bye-bye. Bye.